Welcome to the Real Life Weight Loss Podcast, where we cut through the confusion and get down to the truth about what really works for real people when it comes to losing weight, having incredible health, and a body that you love. We believe that losing weight is really about gaining life, doing things you never thought you could, having renewed confidence, and enjoying your body more than ever. I'm your host, Corey Little. Now let's get to it. Hello to all of you beautiful, amazing people out there in podcast land. Think about that. When's the last time someone told you that you were beautiful or amazing? I hope it's been recently, but just in case it hasn't, I'm telling you right now, you're beautiful, you're amazing, and you're smart enough to listen to this podcast. So three things, beautiful, amazing, and smart. I want you to take that with you today. Now, I am so pumped. Speaking of today, I'm so pumped for today's episode. Man, I've got a huge treat for you. So as many of you may know already, I did a free live class last week, a free live interactive class, and it was incredible. And everyone that was there, you're amazing. Thank you so much for attending. It was so good. As a matter of fact, there were a few questions, a little bit of question and, uh, and answer at the end. Actually, not a little bit. There was quite a bit of question and answer at the end. We got to hang out and I got to address everyone's thoughts and concerns and all the various topics that people wanted to talk about. But when I went back and looked at the presentation, at the Q&A, I thought, wow, this is, there's some stuff here that I don't want people to miss out on. So I'm going to share some excerpts from that. We are going to cover three things very specifically today. First, number one, I'm, someone asked the question, do you have an opinion about weight loss that's fast? So we're going to dig into that. I'm going to explain that. Well, I'll actually share the excerpt from the Q&A where I explain that. Number two, they ask, what advice would you give to someone who's tried a lot of different programs before? We'll address that. And then number three, I'm going to talk about and explain the difference between knowledge and know-how. So the first two are directly from the Q&A call. The third one I will address myself because when I addressed it on the Q&A call, it was very short and just a little tiny snippet. I want to dig into it a, quite a bit more here in this episode. And so that's exactly what we'll do. This was this is going to be great, guys. I, if you're a note taker, I encourage you, grab your pad, grab your pen, or grab your open up the notes section of your phone, whatever. There's going to be a lot of great take-homes for you. So uh, you will not hear the people ask the questions because I want to respect their privacy. I've not asked their permission to, to share their name or voice. So I will just tell you the exact question they ask, and then we'll roll the clip of me answering their question. So first up, here we go. Let's rock and roll. This person said, Corey, do you have an opinion about weight loss that's fast? Like when you lose weight quickly, is it more likely to come back quickly? Is losing weight quickly okay? Or does losing weight fast make it more likely to come back? And here was my response. So that's a great question. And what I typically like to say is fast doesn't last. <laughs> um, and it's not, and it's for a few reasons. One it's because we didn't take the time to actually change, change our behaviors or change our habits or change our thought processes. What we did is we, it's like taking a vacation versus building a home. This is literally the, the analogy I use within the program. Mm. When you take a vacation, you prepare just for a little bit and you pack your bags and you, oh, you buy your plane ticket and you book your lodging and you go somewhere, but you know, you're always going to come back home because you mm. haven't built a home there. You haven't done like, it took a little bit of work, but you go there and you visit and you come home. Unfortunately, for a lot of people, that's the way weight loss is. They visit the land of weighing less and weight loss, but then 
they're coming right back home because they haven't done the work to change their habits, change their behaviors and think, change their thought processes. That's one way that fast doesn't last. But the other way that fast doesn't last is what I mentioned earlier in the presentation when I said, you know, this approach, this style of program works with your body. Guys, our body doesn't, I don't know if you guys remember this from like eighth grade biology. There's a concept called homeostasis, which basically means our body is even kill. It's at peace. There's nothing crazy going on. Our body wants homeostasis. It strives for homeostasis. And when we do some crazy extreme diet or workout program, if we think of homeostasis as, uh, maybe this will work. You guys see this? If we think of homeostasis as a straight line, right? When we do some crazy diet or workout program, it slings this out of whack, right? And it slings it, we're in a major calorie deficit. We're working ourselves to death. And there's this huge, it's like throwing a massive rock into some really smooth water. It's going everywhere. And homeostasis is way out of whack. And that scares our body. It scares our body and it does not like that. So, because our body's not, our body's not thinking, oh, wait, wait, wait. I understand what Heather's trying to do. Heather just wants to lose some weight. No, your body doesn't think that. Your body goes, wait a minute. This is scary. This is a swift and crazy change. Are we running for our lives from a bear? Wait a minute, are we gonna starve to death? So your body starts downregulating your metabolism. Your body starts making you crave food, crave food, make you hungry, 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 because it's just worried about survival. And so eventually it wants to get back to homeostasis. So your body is fighting against the weight loss and just wants to get you back to where you were because where you were was safer than what you're doing now. Now, in, with what I'm talking about with this intentionally slower approach, we have this straight line and we just barely tilt it in our favor. And when we do that, the weight loss is slower. Yes, it is slower. But you're much less likely to gain it back. You're much less likely to have crazy cravings and super increased appetite. And it gives you the opportunity along the way to really think through things and to really ingrain new habits. Because that's the only way. Ingraining those new habits, changing your brain, and making the process enjoyable, that's the only way we'll ever get results that last. You mentioned, you said, you know, everything I've done in the past has been quick, you know, like, I, and I was talking with a, a lady a few years ago. And she said, you know, I didn't even know there was a slower option. She's like, everywhere I look in the diet industry, it's fast, gotta go six weeks, do it, get, you know, get, get ripped abs, go, go, go before, after, before, after, before, after pictures. And she's like, you may be the first person ever that said, let's slow this thing down. And she's like, I've never heard that. She said, because deep down, I know. She said, I've always known deep down, like quick doesn't work. Like I've, I've learned that, you know? And so, so it's not just you, Jesse. And, and it's, it's funny when you say, I, you know, it's about my kids. I want to be here for my kids. I often say that the people who are, I mean, we have people from all different walks of life and all different ages in the group, but I'll often tell people the type of person who's in our group is the one who has lived a little, it's usually not 20 year olds or 25 year olds. It's people who are a little bit older, maybe into their mid thirties or 40. And they've kind of figured it out. They're like, okay, wait a minute. There is more to life than just, you know, some stupid six week diet program. Like there's more to life. I want to enjoy all of life. I'm ready to take a different approach. So they've kind of wised up in a way. So what you're saying really makes a lot of sense. All right. I hope that was helpful. Let's move on. Next up. Another question that was I thought was absolutely incredible and really brilliant. Someone said, 
Corey, what advice would you give to someone who's tried a lot of different programs before? And obviously, my thought was, obviously, if they've tried a lot of different programs, they've probably tried and failed with different programs. So what advice would you give to someone who's tried a lot of different programs before? And this was, I thought, really the brilliant part of the question. They said, is previous diet experience a barrier to success? Like, is doing a bunch of different diets in the past, could that be a barrier to weight loss success for someone? And here was my response. So first of all, what advice would I give to anyone who has tried a lot of different programs over time? The first thing I would say is please know that for Ken or anyone else, please just know that you can be successful. Even if you've tried and failed and tried and failed and tried and failed in the past, you absolutely can be successful. Please know that, number one. Now, that's the encouraging coaching love. But now in the group, we also kind of have some tough love. And this is the tough love portion. Um, and Ken, I, everything I say is to try to benefit you and others with, with love. So here's the other thing I would say. Number one, you can do it. But number two, if you've tried a lot of programs over time and they haven't worked, the problem's partially the program. It probably was overwhelming and it had the, everything I talked about. It said, it said you got to do it all. You got to be perfect. You know, you got to do it fast. And it overwhelmed you and overloaded you. Okay, but here's the other thing. It's like if someone said, man, I've been married five times and every time it, the marriage sucked, you know, every time my marriage just fell apart. You're married five times. What's the common denominator? <laughs> you know, so my point is this, you probably need a new approach. You need to know that you can be successful, but you also like need in that new approach to go, wait a minute. I'm not going to rely on just this program. This program is my guide. This program is my teacher. This person is my coach, but it's up to me to really commit and really do the work. So, and that's, if it were this program or any other program, that's what I would encourage you to embrace moving into that. Now, the second thing you said is brilliant. It's incredible. You said, is a lot of diet experience a barrier to success? It absolutely can be for a few reasons. Number one, because if you've tried and failed a lot in the past, then you've ingrained into your brain that you can't be successful. Guys, this is what I'm talking about when we get into the mindset coaching piece. The more you try and fail and try and fail and try and fail, the next time you try, you're just waiting to fail, even though you don't realize it. Your subconscious brain has been trained to think, it's just a matter of time before this blows up in my face because that's what always happens and I'm just waiting for it to happen again. So in that way, it's a barrier for success, Ken. In another way that it could potentially be a barrier for success is what I mentioned in the presentation, when I said the first thing we do is we stop dieting and stop weighing, I can't tell you how many people come to my program, come into the program, and they are so stuck in that old diet mentality. And they, and they they're, uh, for example, we want people to eat carbohydrates. Carbohydrates are not evil. Starch is not evil. We want people to have carbohydrates with their breakfast. And they come in and they say, oh, I'm having a protein shake for breakfast. And we go, wait a minute, time out. Where, where's, your, where's your carbs? We call it a smart starch. Where's your smart starch with your breakfast? Well, I don't want to eat too many carbs. I, you know, I don't, I, carbs, carbs will make me gain weight. <laughs> That's another way that old diet experience can be a barrier because you're dragging in all of these shoulds and shouldn'ts. And what you, it's what people essentially are doing, they're creating this Frankenstein diet from all these other things they've tried. And we have to leave that behind, fully commit and go, okay, I'm just gonna, I'm going down with the ship. I'm gonna give this a try. Corey may be crazy. I don't know. I may wanna punch him in the face, but I'm gonna give this a try and just see, and just see. 
that's the only way you can leave all that diet stuff behind. All right. I hope that was helpful as well. Now let's get into the final piece here, the final element. I want to explain a little bit of what I call the difference between knowledge and know-how. And this is what's so important to understand is that there is a massive difference between knowledge and know-how. There's a huge gap between knowing what to do and actually doing it. Recently, I've had a number of people join the inner circle, a few people who were on the live class, uh, who participated and attended the live class last week, people who are very well educated in health and fitness, doctors, personal trainers, and health coaches. And they almost feel the need to like confess, like, why can't I do this? I mean, I know this stuff, or I'm supposed to know this stuff, but I just can't do it for myself. And first of all, my friends, the last thing that any of us need is to have something else to beat ourselves up about. So just stop that, okay? Stop, don't, don't, don't let your, your knowledge of something be fuel for the bully in your brain to beat you up about it, okay? Stop that. There's no shame. Now, here's the thing. Regardless of whether you're a trainer, a dietitian, a doctor, or you have a degree in health or various degrees, or if you've just done so many diets and read so many articles that you feel like you should be a weight loss expert, regardless, it's so important to understand that there's a huge difference between knowledge and know-how. There's a huge difference between understanding something and actually doing it and figuring out a way to do it consistently. And this is exactly why my career and my approach took such a drastic turn about 10 or 12 years ago. I was a champion bodybuilder with a room full of trophies. I had done photo shoots for magazines. I had a degree in health and another degree in nutrition science, not to mention three more certifications in the personal training and nutrition world. And honestly, I just wasn't very good at helping people lose weight and keep it off. Sure, I could help a bodybuilder get ready for competition, but when I was trying to work with real people who live in the real world and have a real life and a real schedule and they weren't some high, high level athlete. I just wasn't very good at that. I had all of the knowledge in the world when it came to nutrition and exercise. And I could share this knowledge and tell people and teach people what to do. And they would agree and nod their heads like, yes, you're right. That's, that's it. That's what I need to do. That makes sense. But then here comes the big bad problem. They couldn't or wouldn't do it. And there it was. That big gaping hole, that big gap between knowledge and know-how. And it finally hit me. It doesn't matter how much I know about food and weight loss and exercise. If I can't get people to actually do it, then it's worthless. You know, we hear people say all the time, knowledge is power. Oh, knowledge is power. Knowledge is power. That's bullcrap. <laughs> At least I believe that it's bullcrap and it's total hogwash because knowledge is worthless and powerless without application. Knowledge without action is dead. It's just information. It's like a dusty book sitting up on your bookshelf. That book may have the secrets to life in it, but if you don't take it and read it and then take action with the stuff that you read and learn, then it's dead. It's worthless. Consistent application of knowledge, taking consistent, smart action is what will make all the difference in the world. It's what gives that knowledge its power. And this is exactly why roughly 10, 12 years ago, I began to question everything I'd been taught, everything I did, and everything that was supposed to work. I was determined to figure out like what really works. I was determined to bridge the gap between knowledge that I had, I, that I knew could really help people, and their day-to-day -day life. 
I needed to bridge that gap. I needed to figure out the simplest, most effective way to help them apply the knowledge and take action consistently because that's the only way true long-term success ever happens is with consistent daily action. So I basically quit studying nutrition science. Now, here's the thing. I'm a nutrition nerd. I love geeky nutrition uh, research and science and exercise science and all that kind of stuff. I really like that. But I shifted my focus almost entirely to psychology. And this is when I realized what you've probably heard me say over and over and over again. To change your body, you must first change your brain. And if you don't change your brain, you'll never change your body. Or you might fight your way to a better body, but it won't last or you just won't enjoy it. I spent literally hundreds and hundreds of hours researching stuff like our subconscious brain and how it impacts us every day, the psychology behind our habits, how to break down and change our behaviors piece by piece, bit by bit, the most effective way to help people create what I call success momentum, the power of combining thoughts and behaviors. What we think plus what we do gives us tremendous power to change. I read books and articles and experimented with myself and, and any willing clients that I had as I began to kind of reshape the way I did things. And I brainstormed with medical doctors and psychologists and researchers. Ultimately, I was just trying to bridge the frustrating gap between knowledge and know-how and answer the question, like, how do I make losing weight as simple and doable as possible? And maybe even kind of enjoyable for real-life people, for people who have maybe struggled and, you know, tried and failed again and again in the past. Look, here's the thing. The reason I share all of this with you is to encourage you. Because I know there are some of you out there who fall into this category, whether you have a degree in health or you're a doctor or you're a dietitian or you're a health coach or you just feel like you've tried so many diets that you think you should be an expert regardless. There's so many of you out there that feel this way. You feel, here, and here's the thing. Don't miss this. If you feel like you know what you should do, but you just don't do it, and then those thoughts start going through your head like, what the bleep? <laughs> you know, what is wrong with me? My friend. There's nothing wrong with you. Welcome to the club. And there are a lot of people in this club. I had tons of knowledge. And I could do it myself. I could get down to 3% body fat and win a bodybuilding competition. But I couldn't teach other people how to do it. So just be encouraged that it's not just you, number one. Now here's the second part of the encouragement, okay? If we go back to what you might be thinking, it probably sounds something like this. Like, what in the world? What is wrong with me? Now, that's where we stopped earlier, but there's always more, right? It goes on. I mean, I don't need help from someone. I don't need someone to tell me what to do. I just need to do it. For goodness sakes, I know what I should do. I just have to do it. And this, my friend, is where you might be making a crucial mistake. If you are struggling and fighting with yourself when it comes to losing weight, if you feel like you know what to do, but you're just not doing it, then here, here's the thing. I don't mean to step on your toes, but... Um, yes, you do need help. <laughs> you're not doing it. You're not changing your life. You're not changing your behaviors. You're not making progress. You just might need some help. Maybe you don't think you need help with your knowledge. Like, you know, okay, I need to eat better. I need to eat less sugar and drink fewer soft drinks and I need to exercise more. Duh. Okay, that's great. Let's just run with that. Maybe you don't need help with the knowledge part, but you do need help with the know-how part. Now, please understand, this is not a big sales pitch for my program. Not at all. You can ask every person who attended the live interactive class that I did last week, and they'll tell you they were there in person live. I'm not some high-pressure salesman. 
It's not it's just not who I am. The last thing I want is for people to feel pressured to join my group or use my program. I would never pressure you or someone else into that, but I will strongly encourage you to get some help if you've been struggling with the know-how part, the application, the consistency part of losing weight. Guys, think about it. Even Olympians, they're at the peak of their sport. They have more knowledge of their sport than probably 99% of humans on earth. Even they have help. They have a coach who watches and guides them. So I'm encouraging you to consider that you just might need help too. Do a little research. Talk to some friends and find a great coach or group or program that will take you by the hand and walk you through the process of learning the know-how of weight loss. And if you would like to know a little bit more about my approach, what we do, how we do it, and why we do it, then just shoot an email to support, S-U-P-P-O-R-T, at CoreyLittleCoaching.com. No high-pressure stuff. We'll just explain everything and answer any questions you might have. And then the decision's yours. We always love hearing from you. Shoot us an email anytime. But here's the thing. Whether you write or not, it's okay. Above all, please remember this. You are so much more than just a number. So please stop letting your weight define you. Your body weight does not define you, my friend. You are so much more than that. There's so much more to you than that. Stop letting the scales determine your mood and ruin your day. That does not help. It does not help you move in a positive direction. And yes, losing weight, you probably want to do it, and it can be incredible. But the whole point of losing weight is to gain life and to live the life you've always wanted. And here's what I really don't want you to miss. Even if you've struggled to lose weight in the past and you feel like you definitely need help with the know-how part, that's okay. Please just know that you can do it. And I believe in you 100%. Even if you don't believe in yourself, that's okay. You can borrow my belief. Just keep coming back, keep listening, and I'll keep working on you and we will get you there. God bless you, my friend. I hope this has been helpful. Have a great day. Bye-bye.